This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome in to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program. Going to get an update on what's going on in beautiful Brownsburg with our good friend, Town Councilman Brian Jessen. How are you? I'm doing well. The studios look really nice, too, by the way. I did it with my own bare hands. I can see that. Or someone else did it with their own bare hands, and I watched. And you directed with your bare hands. One of those two things happened. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How is uh, everything on the the radio show? Uh, It's great. It's, uh, you know, it's interesting. Um... Several people, for some reason, have asked me if I'm going to run for Congress, and because uh, Rakita's getting into the Senate thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I told him, I said, "There's only one job that would ever interest me in politics that I'd go back to ever again. It's not Congress." And and what would that role? Well, be? I'm not going to talk about it right now. What I am going to talk about is your job would not be it either. You have the most one of the most thankless jobs in the world. Being well, thank a town you councilman. because I'm I'm your town council. You are too. you are my representative. You are um you are the old me. Or the new me. You're the new me. I'm the old you. I'm older than you. Yeah, so. you're much older than me. You are. You have the uh, Ward 3, which is the ward that I represented That's uh, correct. before that. So um, you're now a year, almost a year and a half, a year and a third into the job. Uh, about this time, I said, yeah, that one-term thing's going to work out well for me, so I can go back to doing this. How are you liking it? Uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving the the uh, the projects that we're getting into, the, the things we're chasing after, the things we're developing. Um, I think there's a lot of good things that lie ahead. All right, so uh, let's start with something you're doing, or the town's doing, and that is downtown the is getting re- a facelift. The redevelopment of downtown, yes, This sir. was my baby. This was my whole, like, the road, the downtown redevelopment. Well, we've taken it and put You've it You've changed our, it all. Yes, it's all different We've now. put our stamp on it. Yes, it's all different. It's no longer mine, so if it screws up, it's not my fault. And what's going on? Uh, we, If you haven't uh, driven down 267 recently... Uh, there is now a trailer over there at the old St. Malachy property. All construction starts with the trailer. Well, we have some uh, earth movers going in there. We're starting some underground infrastructure work. 
uh, because the first part of the development is the Arbuckle Commons area, which is going to be the grand entranceway into Arbuckle Acres. Uh, so we have to get some of the infrastructure underground going first. What does that mean? Uh, sewer and water, that type of thing that, that everybody doesn't see. we got to get all that stuff ran first. And uh, how long will this all take? When will I be able to start uh, seeing businesses move in? Well, you should see construction on these buildings begin here as well as in the, within the next several months. The Arbuckle Green should only take a couple months to complete. Arbuckle Green, what is that? Uh, the Arbuckle Commons, uh, that's okay. the, the name for it. It's the entranceway, basically. Oh, okay, great. So now even that has a name. Yes. That's exciting. Uh, I didn't know we were doing that. That's very exciting. Uh, okay, so this deal, like a huge thing. You guys are spending a bunch of money on this. Tell us... Our friends on the other show are reporting like it could be $26 million, and it's not quite that it's much. It's not right? that quite that much, no. How much are we spending? Um, if, I would say on the high side, you're looking at about $10 million in economic incentives. On the low side, uh, being conservative, probably anywhere from six and a half to about seven. What is an economic incentive in this case? In, in most cases, uh, communities across Indiana, as they are trying to attract businesses, the businesses are looking for incentives of what they're what they can have to be here, to be in the community. It's not just about buying a land and putting up four walls anymore. They're looking for buy-in from the community to form kind of a public-private partnership as this continues to go forward. One of the big things that's part of these uh, packages that we put together are master leases. Uh, in essence, we are telling these businesses, we want them here so much, we're going to guarantee that you're going to be able to rent so much space. Uh, and if, it, if you can't rent that much space, we will cover the difference. Okay, and it's so, only for a period of time, too. Right. So they, basically what you're saying is you're going to build a very large building to eliminate some of your risk. We're going to assume some of the risk. That's correct. Okay, interesting. And usually what happens after the master leases, if they're ever used, uh, they have an expiration date on them. And if they're never used, then that's money that the town saves. Okay, uh, you're not handing the guy like a briefcase full of cash. No, we're though. not handing. We're not handing any checks. We're not doing. It's nothing along those lines. It's it's guaranteed money per month if something happens in certain cases. Okay, so there's that side of the street, the west side, right, and then there's the east, which is Bolt. What's That's going correct. on with Bolt? Uh, Bolt right now is going through the process of uh, some variances that they need to, to get the project started, and I know that they're getting ready to file for a demolition permit. Okay, so those these will be going on at like the same time. Yes. And then in the middle of this, now this is where we're going to have a little talksy here, is the road. Yes. Yes. What's happening with the road? The road is, uh, we ha are putting it out for a bit. If it's not out already, uh, we're going to widen the road to a three-lane type road with a turn lane in the middle. The road is not the road that we had originally envisioned. What no, has happened not. to my road? I have had a big, beautiful road that could have 30,000 cars a day flowing freely, people not flipping each other off, people being able to turn left. What has happened to my road? We've, it was a big, beautiful road at one point. Yeah, there's been some changes made to it based on funds available and everything else that we, we, we're going to we're going to spend the money that we can. So what is my road going to look like now? It's going to be nice. Um, it's going to, it should cut down a lot of that turn traffic to get it off the road so you can keep flowing freely down the road uh, as well as uh, it will be landscaped and there should be median in the middle. Is this well. a suicide lane? Is that what they talk about? The left turn? Is that, isn't that what they call that? I, I think, think so, yeah. Okay. So hopefully, hopefully. So you're confident though that I will be able to turn left without people getting angry at me once this is complete. That's my goal. I, I think it'll to go be, left. I, I think it will be easier for you to turn I left. I need to go left on um, Green Street. I, I, I'm not, I, I understand why we went this direction with the road. I wish we could have gone a different one. All right. Okay. There you go. That's that. Now, I saw some picture the other day 
of people with shovels. There's a trail connecting Brownsburg to yes. Avon, some big uh, shindig. What's going on with that? Bicentennial Trail, as it's called, in Sounds honor important. of Indiana's 200th birthday last year. Uh, we uh, bought some land and, and shared it with Avon, and Avon bought into some of the land too. We were building a trail to connect the B&O uh, to their trail system, so you'd be able to basically walk from here all the way to Avon. I could walk all the way to Avon. If you want, could I ride a bike? I could sure, ride a you bike could, too. You could rollerblade even. If people so still do that. So a lot of people. Let's talk about trails for a second, because sure. a lot of people now. There's some trails that are on the north end that some of your buddies are a little upset about. But you guys, you like the trails because the people say they like the trails. Is people the say deal? they like the trails. Yeah. And how much does a trail cost? Like, what's this? Well, it, it depends on what you want out of it. I mean, some of these trails that we're that we're talking about putting in, you're looking at. Uh, smoothing out the land, putting down a base, and putting down some pavement. Over Is that the what we're doing with Avon? In, in essence, yes. Now, some of the other trails that we've talked about doing, we've looked at some land that we've bought uh, behind the Taco Bell and everything else to connect Arbuckle to the, the trailhead up on the north side. Uh, eventually, will be a raised trail of a boardwalk that's real sim- similar to what you see over by uh, Walmart. That will be a little more expensive. Do obviously. you like trails? You're I love very, trails. You're a fiscal conservative, though, right? And like to the fiscal conservative, that seems like a big waste of money. We're building yeah. a bike path. I can understand. It's one of these things when people talk about what they want of their communities. They're looking for for trails and walkability, that type of stuff. I get it. I understand. I just don't think we should spend as much as we do on these things sometimes. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Justin had a big meeting today, and they tweeted out something about it, and so we're going to talk about it. It could affect the uh, future of the town of Brownsburg. Could it become the city of Brownsburg? We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. 
Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Speaking with Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen. Okay, so you had a big meeting today. I don't know if I'd call it a big meeting. I had a good meeting today. You did the uh, ceremonial handshake photo. Uh, You posted it. That's a big meeting. Are you talking about with Andy Cook? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been trying to... The mayor of Westfield. The mayor of Westfield, yes. Um, when I ran for office, I committed to uh, building some relationships with our surrounding communities and our elected officials to help Brownsburg continue to grow and such. And Andy Cook was on my list of people I wanted to talk to. Now, Cook's a big deal because, well, for a couple of reasons. One, there's a lot of stuff going on in Westfield. That's correct. They've got the big uh, athletic center where the Trumpster was and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of economic development up there. Yes, uh, but also Westfield now a city. They are. They are a city. And did uh, you and Cook talk about becoming a city? What goes into that? Well, we talked about a lot of things. Uh, we talked about uh, the benefits that Westfield has saw with be, uh, seen, pardon me, with becoming a city, uh, what it took and, and the process that they went through and all the positive benefits that they ran into. So he likes... He likes being a city. Not just likes because he has a job because he's the mayor. I don't think likes is a strong enough word. He's big. He's a proponent. big on it. Okay, what did he tell you? What what is a good thing about having a mayor? What can you tell us? Um, Basically, as you and I have talked in the past about him, uh, mayors basically help cut down the the ceremonial red tape, the BS that's involved. Um, You've got one person that's in charge of things, that's leading the way on things. Uh, for developers, it's easier for one person to connect with uh, the you know department heads that uh, that that makes it easier for them too. Um, they have seen a definite economic incentive benefit to going on that way. Um, they are fighting off developers in Westfield because everybody wants to talk to the mayor. It makes sense too. I mean, right? I mean, I go to this guy. This guy gives me the answer, and then this guy, the mayor, does the heavy lifting for me to get it through the the council. Well, he becomes the as he he called it. He's the cheerleader where he. Can can take them the, the package to the council to help sell it to the council. So, currently, currently, what we have right now is when you have five mayors, which is what Brownsburg has, a developer has to meet with five different people to convince them to get on board. Yeah, there. For people who don't understand how local government works, and we know we'll get a lot of local listeners on this, town government, and you can you can back me up on this or tell me I'm wrong. Totally archaic, hard to get anything done. You have ideas. It's really hard to be rapid in your response to implement positive change. I'd agree with most of that, yes. Yeah, uh, trust me. I spent... And you're in my seat now, too, right? You're in that seat on the end of the... No, I'm in the people's seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you? in that seat. That seat that I broke in. I remember when we got those chairs, I think. Uh, no, anyway. Um, okay, so you left, and he said, my son, take this information with you. What was his... He gave me some life? advice if we are going to go down this road and look into it on what we should do. He, he strongly advised that we investigated as a community uh he was even willing to offer to come to our community to speak on behalf of the benefits so what does this look like what happens now because you had a meeting last year a lot Mm -hmm. of people were there it was well attended nothing has really happened with this what happens now there's a a a core group of people that has been kind of working on this I'm, i'm trying to help when i have time uh to go through the process we have been meeting 
uh, with the Department of Local and Government Finance to go over the statute to understand it. Uh, and we are in the process of talking to a lawyer with uh, what needs to be on the petition, uh, what the petitions need to say so we can start the petition drive. So you get like signatures? Is that the deal? Signatures, yes. And when the signatures have to be then presented to the town council for acceptance. The council has to accept this, the the findings of the signatures and adopts an ordinance calling for a town uh, referendum on the subject. So then the people go vote on this. They get to make the decision if we become a city or not. It seems like recently these towns that have become cities, the referendum has passed fairly easily. Majority of the yeah, yes. Yeah, from uh, Westfield, Fishers, oh, yes. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, Cook, give you a reason for that? Like, why do their people, why are they so behind? Well, the one thing that, that was really appealing about it is is he says it brought a sense of pride to Westfield that that I think Brownsburg would love to have. It's, it's a, we're a community. Look at us. We're a city now. It brings people together uh, and things of that nature where he thought – it was probably the best thing to happen to that community because the, the, when they were going through the process of becoming a city, there were some problems that divided the town a lot. Yeah, because right now it's hard for you to bust heads when these chuckleheads step out of line, right? I mean, you're just one guy. Well, when, when you come forward with an idea in, in town government currently, you have to build a consensus. You have to at least convince one person. Yeah, to you got to be nice to people. It's mm-hmm. terrible. And then you have to turn around and basically find the third vote to be able to get anything done. And sometimes it's not always that easy. Uh. Let me ask you this. Right now, if Brownsburg were to have the referendum on becoming a city, would it pass? I think it would. Think so? I think so. I think that uh, we could present a case to people of why we need to do this. uh, And I think we could also address a lot of the fears that people have. In politics, you understand this now. You've been around politics a long time. Now as an elected official, there's the moment when the train leaves the station. And once the train leaves the station, you can either... You can't really stop the train. Like, the train's going to run you over. Has the train left the station on Brownsburg, at least voting on becoming a city? Is, is that train leaving and heading down the track? That train is being loaded up as we speak. Okay, excellent. All right, we're going to take a break. More on the way with Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall speaking with Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen. We have the best guests. Like, we had we had Hollingsworth in, in that seat yesterday. Trey I know, he warmed yeah. the chair up for yeah. me. Uh, Congressman Trey Hollingsworth. We had Messer on last week, Congressman Andre Carson, Joe Donnelly, and you. I mean, and you may be the best of all. Well, thank you. I, 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 was one of, I was one of the first, and I think I've... You are. That's you did punch right. my frequent uh, uh, guest card here. Before there was Trump, there was you. And you got to validate my parking before I leave. Rumor is that you're starting to do some door knocking, and I said that can't possibly be because you're not up for re-election for a couple more years, but you are. 
You're door knocking. I am door knocking. What are you doing? Uh, I've started. Um, I've started in some different uh, neighborhoods and communities, trying to get an idea from the people of things going on, uh, wanting to take the time to directly go to them and answer any questions. Uh, I've had some interesting responses uh, to my door knock. I, one lady said to me, "There is no election this year. What What are you Did doing?" Did they know who you are? Well, they knew who I was. They know who you uh, are, and they were they were uh, they were glad to see me back around. I I did make the commitment when I ran too that I wanted to continue finding ways to talk to people, and I think this is a good way of, of doing it at their door. Yeah. So you actually are going, hello, knock on the door. I'm Brian Jessen, your town councilman. Yep. You got a minute? I'd love to talk to you about a couple things. And are people receptive to that? Because I'm a get off my lawn person. Well, which is why I don't knock on your door. Uh, I, a majority of people are. Uh, I, they have they've taken you know five ten minutes or so. Uh, one lady invited me in for dinner and uh, invited had, you for dinner. I, I did have to say no. That's exciting. Um, bec- uh, but it's it it, it 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 starts that conversation, especially when you first off you reassure them you're not selling them anything, <laughs> and then that you're there just to, to ask them a couple of questions. How's your How's your road doing? Would you like to buy some Mary Kay? Thank you. Uh, it was interesting because I was talking to my dad today, and of course he lived it for five years of this stupid drama that you go through on a daily basis. And he still had a question about an event going on in town, and it's like, we've already been through this. Oh, I just I needed a refresher on this. There was an article in the paper about something, and so I'm thinking if he still has questions on this, surely the average person is just like, huh, what? Oh yeah, uh, we've we've done the best we I think we can right now to get out information about the developments. Uh, but there are still a lot of questions and a lot of concerns, and I think that going directly to somebody to answer the questions is the best. All right, there was a big event that happened not in town, but just outside of town, but it's very important for town. And you know how I uh, – I'll bring this full circle. Don't worry. Uh, you know I never miss a chance to say, nana, 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 I was right. That's sort of what I do. Okay. Um, several years ago when we did the annexations, the five of them, four of them passed, one currently still in court, we said, look – the county's going to annex that area because that's where the Ronald Reagan's going to go. The North annexation. They're going to. They're going to. They're going to. They're going to tiff that area, and if we don't annex it, they're going to tiff it, and then you're going to have no say in it. And people said, "Oh no, that'll never happen. They never do that." What happened last week? The county commissioners started tiffing areas in Brown Township. What? They Did they really? They are tiffing areas in Brown Township because they are going to begin construction of the Ronald Reagan Parkway going north of 56th Street starting within the next 12 months. Now, that's funny to me, Brian, because I remember not only saying that and people saying I was a liar, but I also remember some guy standing up during a, a town council meeting and saying chasing the Ronald Reagan was chasing a pipe dream. Now, refresh my memory. Where are we at on the Ronald Reagan from Avon to Brownsburg? Uh, we are still in the construction phase of, of finishing the bridges. We had to get through some setbacks, but uh, we are moving right along. So that will that be done this year? I wouldn't bet on it. Oh, but it, maybe. They're, they are shooting for sometime in, in probably late September and October. I've heard rumors that it may not be till next year. But it'll. But it, the stretch from Avon to Brownsburg will be done soon. Within the next year. Within the next year. Yeah. So, okay, so that'll be done. And then you're telling me now that the county commissioners have put an area in a TIF to complete the Ronald Reagan from where it's going to end to 65? I have it on good authority from one of the commissioners that they've already spent a significant amount of money on the design aspect and starting on the land acquisition, they're ready to get going. So one might say, wow, that you weren't really chasing a pipe dream. That's really going to happen. Well, I never thought that the Reagan. No, was no, I'm just saying if somebody were have just stood up at a council meeting and said that, that, they would now be wrong because that's happening, right? I guess you could make that okay. assumption. I just wanted to make sure. So, what happens uh, to these people? Just give a very high level what a TIF district does 
and why this might be bad for those people out there and why it'll be bad for the whole community. Well, a TIF district basically allows uh, in the areas that you've set aside that you can use that money for infrastructure and economic development. Uh, in essence, uh, the county commissioners will take care of that with the county council uh, as far as what uh, they, they use that money from that specific area for the road construction first off, and then if any businesses look to move in along that way. Uh, in essence, they get to make that decision because it's their TIF area. Yeah, so without a revenue sharing agreement, which we have those in all of our fabulous TIFs, we have revenue sharing agreements, uh, like the school corporation won't get any money. Is that, that, is that's, correct. that's correct, especially in those those the TIF areas that are outside of the town limits of Brownsburg, yes. Yeah, it's, so, the, so the school won't get anything. The fire territory getting a big zero. That's correct. Uh, town of Brownsburg getting a big zero. That's correct. Uh, but any apartments that'll go out there, the schools would have to educate those kids, right? That's correct. Okay, so, uh, and it would seem to me, now help me understand this, if, it, if an area were in Brownsburg and you didn't like something, it'd be easier to come complain, right? They could come to it, you? It would be, and any uh, developments that go into that TIF would have to come through the commissions here in town, and the school board, for instance, has representation on some of these. Yeah, okay, so, but uh, these people now, if this t area, tipped area is not in town, if it ultimately doesn't end up in town through annexation, nobody, including the people that live in the town of Brownsburg, are going to have any say about that. Including the, the, well, I guess you could say that the residents of Brown Township have some influence, but they'd have to find out who their county commissioner is and county councilman. But the people that live in the town of Brownsburg, you nope. got no voice. No Even voice. They're going to have to. All those people are going to flow into Brownsburg. That's correct. No voice. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I hadn't missed anything. I read the news article. I thought surely I'd made some sort of mistake because I was told how what an idiot I was for three years on this. I just wanted to make sure that I had all the all the uh, correct information. All right. What else is going on in town? Anything big I need to know about? So the farmers market's opening up again. Farmers market's getting ready to kick off, uh, and we're getting ready to. Uh, Get ready for all the summer activities and such that we're going to have. It, the uh, extravaganza, for instance, this year will be a little interesting because of the construction. But Lucas Oil uh, Drive there will be open, so there should be no problems getting in and out. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about real quick the Reagan. What's the holdup? Because they said last year was going to be done like in September. And it's still technically on track for You're September. Very nice. You never throw anyone under the bus. Um, yeah, I'd be throwing people under the bus right now. Go ahead. There, the, uh, there's a large drainage pipe that, that extends across the Reagan, the new Reagan Road, uh, just south of the train tracks and north of Airport Road. It was put in last year. It was compacted. They were getting ready to start laying in bridge pieces. Uh, it came back and was expected again, and there was a problem with it where it, it started some structural cracking, so we had to tear it completely out and replace it. Now, that's not at, you were telling me that's not at our expense? That's not at our expense. First off, we, we, the, the money that we have in the project on the Reagan really boils down to the bridge design over 136, but uh, this is an 80-20 type project with the state paying about 20% and the Fed paying another 80%. So the way this works is if a contractor screws something up, they have to fix it right at their expense. That's correct. But this is a structural problem from what I understand with the, with the pipe itself. So most of that money will be picked up by the pipe manufacturer. Okay. Uh, winding down here, uh, there is one other big topic that I wanted to discuss with you. And it was uh, in the newspaper for another community. It was Avon looking at consolidation and I wanted to know if you could walk us through consolidation. Like, what is that and why, do, why don't we do it here? Well, township government, uh, when it was created, was done for a purpose, obviously. When you had your horse and you couldn't ride all the way to the county seat to get, take care of things, you could find your township assessor, trustee, whatever it was. Uh, towns weren't always that big either, so you had a, a way to connect with some sort of representative from the government. 
Uh, now with towns growing as fast as they are, uh, the, for instance, the Lincoln Township Board doesn't meet all that often. I know they do meet. Uh, the trustee does have some work to do, but most of what he does falls within the town of Brownsburg, so he doesn't have a lot of jurisdiction. The same thing on the north side as far as with the Brown Township trustee. Brown Township's a little different because there's more area out there. Uh, the talk of consolidation basically is there's, there's, there's several communities I know of that have investigated bringing those services into the town of Avon that they will take care of. That does not mean they've annexed the entire township. That just means that the unincorporated areas will be taken care of by the town. That's not passing. There's no way that's flying. Well, through, I, right? I, I know that Washington Township, especially out that way, if I remember that's the township they're looking at, could actually use it. It's, there's cost savings to it. I know we looked at it a few years ago, and one of the, the two township trustees was on board with it. He thought it would be a good idea and a way to save some money. Uh, we'll see. Maybe it's worth going down this road again. I mean, one of the things I've seen been done is some towns have brought in uh, representatives from the townships to serve on their planning commission so that they do have representation when it comes to some of the things going on. So maybe the first thing we look at is adding a couple members to our planning commission. Well, let's close with this. I've been paying my very expensive water bill. Have you now? And I've been posting that I've been paying a real it. Water so bill? That the, yes, that the councilman who alluded that I may not pay a water bill so but, that he could see that. I've been paying that posting that I've been doing that. Uh, it's getting very expensive. Where, where are we at with my very expensive water bill? Because weren't we working to limit the expenditures that I had? Well, first off, on, on behalf of the town of Brownsburg, I apologize for those comments. Thank I, I think you. somebody but, should have done that a long time see, ago. See, this is constituent service right here. Maybe we'll headline with that tomorrow on the show when we do the podcast. Jessen apologizes. Um, I, the, the process is moving along. We've started construction out there. Uh, we're moving some things around, and it uh, it's spring, so it's a little wet out there. And we've uh, we're, we're kind of on track. When we need I'm to concerned be. about my rate, though. Weren't we working towards the rate? We are, and and with the rate increase have just started and everything else, we don't have a lot of data to back up and look at ways of spending. We've got our first quarterly report that's due out here pretty quickly that we're going to be looking at and everything else to help start making some adjustments. Brian, thank you. Great job as always. Thank you. And by the way, if people want to learn more about you, you're very active. You're very informative. You post a lot of stuff. Where can they do that at? Uh, I'm on Facebook. That's probably the easiest place to find me. Uh, just look up uh, uh, Brownsburg Town Councilman Brian Jessen on Facebook. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Hey, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want, totally free of charge. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ, made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency 
or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndyPolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... 
You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.